Uh, welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Jason Davis. Uh, today we're talking about what's in a name? What's in a name? Why what you are called matters for a successful brand. This episode brought to you by our creative director, Mitch Gregory. Hello. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm also here with Nick Shepard. There you go, providing sound effects. But we actually have them on the board. I just don't know. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that, that, that'd be we, more for that's you. That's perfect. Yeah, you know, there is a, like, that. <laughs> that's not <laughs> what you want. You know, so that felt magical. <laughs> you should use that one every right before Mitch talks every time, because what he says yeah. is magical. Oh, it's like an epiphany. Geez. Yeah, that would be our song, and then... Yeah. yeah, that's usually what I get more often than not, it's laughter. So. <laughs> well, hey, as long as it's not the crickets. What is he talking about? That'll be the thing about the live show at the event that we're going to do uh, May 16th. Um, you know, there'll be some, there's probably going to be some folks that are going to sit and just watch. Yes. <laughs> it's like. It's going to be weird. Yeah. But yeah. also fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of podcasters uh, do live shows. I mean, Kevin Smith and um, Mark Bernardin, they do it in uh, Hollywood at the Cantina Bar which is across from the Hollywood theater, the Chinese theater. And then he also does a podcast in a comedy club with, um, Ralph Garman. Uh, and that one's a f- both filthy cause of it's Kevin Smith, but that one's even worse. Uh, and you know, that's not, it's just not, it's, it's kind of like a thing. So, you know, this will be our first, we've talked about doing a podcast with a live audience for quite a while. So this be uh this be it, um you know we'll see how it goes. We'll be doing it for about an hour at the event. It'll be May sixteenth at the Holiday Inn in downtown Louisville at First and Muhammad, and it'll be from five to eight. Uh, and Nick is the bouncer, <laughs> uh, so mind your manners. <laughs> yes, I'm not bouncing anybody out there. You're gonna bounce them in. Bounce them in. <laughs> Come see what we're representing. So, also here with Michaela Meek, our brand manager. Michaela is running the audio on the laptop. I'm doing big girl things now. <laughs> <laughs> She's also, like, doing the signs and stuff for us to shut up when it's time to shut up. And so, there you go. Uh, so, anyways, so let's talk about the process. Organic versus made up. The qualities that are important for determining a brand name. House brands versus name brands. Mitch, this is your brainchild, so... How do you want to start? Well, I mean, you, you can go, kind of go back through history, and it it seems like if you you look in the days like when uh, the early days of, of 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 branding, if you will, of course, it, you could go back hundreds and hundreds of years. But I'm thinking like the 1800s, things like that. Most it seems like a lot of brands organically just took on the name of the person who invented it, or at least it was it was sort of twofold. It's like Williams horse liniment or something like that. You know, it, 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 was, it, was, it was that sort of thing. Because the thinking is that there's equity because that person's willing to put their name on it. Okay. And you think of, you know, historical brands in, in America, or I guess probably global, but just think because I was born in the United States, I think in that respect, Johnson & Johnson, mm-hmm. which is kind of an umbrella brand. But they probably started, and I probably should have written this down, but they probably started with a single or at least a couple of different products. Because, you know, Johnson & Johnson has, or there was initially Johnson Wax, I think was the, the, and that was a floor wax 
That was the product they were known for. But then they started getting into other home products. And now some of those products carry their own, the products themselves are branded. I remember the No More Tears shampoo. That's what I first remember. Right. <laughs> I think of baby powder. Yeah. Well, and it, but it, it it's a whole family now. I mean, you've got health products, you've got home products, you've got you know cleaning products and things like that. So Pharmaceuticals, it, right? So it covers a pretty broad range. So there's different, especially in the world that exists now. You've got huge parent brands that have a name. Then you've got sub brands that may be a certain family of products that may be home products, car products, whatever they are, that carry their own branding. And then those products themselves have a brand name. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Zip Wax. I think that it, it's, a, it's a car wax. But that's a brand of Turtle Wax, right. which in and of itself at one point was a singular product. But you see how they've expanded. Yeah. Well, so, it's, it's like Chevrolet and Corvette. Corvette is a Chevy. Yeah, cars are another yeah. great example. You've got the parent brand, Chevrolet, Ford, mm-hmm. Kia, Honda, but then you get into like with Ford, I guess for, I'll, I'll use an example. You got the Ford brand, which is the working man's brand. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Lincoln, which is the higher echelon, the luxury brand. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all these high school girls, I get older, they stay the but, same age. But the, <laughs> but the key here, the key here is, you know, those brands are named a certain thing to appeal to a certain audience and to reflect a certain quality about their product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ford working man's. Well, Chevy used to be like years ago before even you and I were born. Chevy was the car to take out on the town because their logo, their symbol, their emblem is a bow tie. And so that's what you would do. You'd get out of a Chevy and go out on the town. That was the fancy car today. It's like in the driveway in Fairdale. <laughs> well, in, in Chevrolet, then you, in every neighborhood, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, Cadillac is the is, is the, the luxury brand there. The interesting thing about yeah, the interesting thing about Chevrolet when General Motors, if I think I'm remembering this correctly, when General Motors were developing another brand, yeah, Chevrolet was the last name of a driver, a, a race car driver of the period, and they were trying to come up with a name for this new brand of. Of automobile they were putting in, uh, putting on the market that they wanted to compete with Ford and kind of like with Corvette, the Dodge Brothers. Corvette's got a story mm-hmm. where it's like it was a boat, not a boat, but a boat. <laughs> so what is it? They said, "Well, the, the driver said, just it should be me. Yeah. It should be my name." And that's where Chevrolet came from. It was a French race car mm. driver. Yeah. Mm. So they bought the name. They bought him in the name, mm. basically, for the product. But anyway, it's it's. There's so much, you think about all these things, there's organic ways these brands grow, but now you've got huge companies that do nothing but develop brand or product names. And people pay a lot of money for those. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't understand why you would have your company and then not have a product line with its own revenue stream and not not brand that so that it could be marketable more. Well, it depends. I mean, you've got some brands that pretty much concentrate on doing one thing and one thing. Well, I'm trying yeah. to think. Soft drinks are like that. I mean, Mountain Dew is part of PepsiCo. PepsiCo is the main company, and they're a food company, so they got Minute Maid and everything else. But then you got Pepsi, and then you got Mountain Dew, and then you've got Mountain Dew Livewire, Code Red, all those others. You know, I mean, somebody was coming up with like Code Red and Livewire for mm-hmm. Mountain Dew. You really, have you all ever seen the story about Mountain Dew? It was just a drink mix. It wasn't like the formula now was not the formula that it was then. Hmm. Yellow number five wasn't added until way later. 
but yeah, it was just a you you drank it. It was a drink mixer. It wasn't uh wasn't a soda. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's got. But you know, that's something that after a while somebody had to say and make make that change to say like, hey, this is gonna because ha- it did go through some acquisitions. Well, I mean, it's like I said. I mean, especially you know, there's a lot of brands when they first launch, they're pretty much built around a single service product, whatever the case. There aren't a lot of other extensions that go along with. They're they're trying to plant their flag in a specific area. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it starts there. So in some cases, it makes sense to extend. In some cases, it doesn't. Um, but the, the, the factor here is when you're going to name your brand, whatever it is, it's all those things you've got to keep in mind about why it's important. You're, you're trying to appeal generally to a specific audience to one, some degree or another. So it's got to be something that's going to 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 create attention or draw the attention of those people and it's going to stick. Yeah. Well, you do the brand naming here for us. So dive into like how to choose one, how to choose the right name. Like what do you tell us your process, Mitch? Well, I mean, first of all, you I mean, what is the product? What does it do? Okay. What, and what is, what are its benefits? What, what are the, what, what, what makes it like our last podcast? What are the benefits and what makes that valuable to the end user? Okay. So you want to look first. The first thing you want to do is it's got to, you want to first try to find something organic about that brand that just, that naturally comes from that brand. Now there's exceptions to every rule. I mean, there's, there's some cases where if you're in a crowded space where there's a million different other brands that do what you do, Mm -hmm. you just need something, a a brand that's going to, a name that's going to pop, that's going to stick, that doesn't, sound like anybody else. Okay. I mean, you think about fast food companies. I mean, now we've kind of gone, there's kind of a renaissance now in, in, in fast food. You're seeing a whole new type of fast, different fast food brands coming out out there. Cause it was kind of quiet for a while. You pretty much have McDonald's. Oh yeah. Burger King, Wendy's. I'm getting tired of seeing like, Hey, uh, ask your doctor side effects may include, you know, d- digestion or die. <laughs> like everything's a pharmaceutical ad right now. So I do miss the fast food commercials well, cause they were fun. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any advertising for at least not in not traditional advertising, mm-hmm. but there's, I'm seeing a lot. There's a, there's a, a new fast food brand called Jaggers. Mm-hmm. Now, what does that name say to you about? It sounds like burgers. Does it sound like burgers? I don't know. They had her chicken. Smells, it smells. <laughs> well, Sorry, smells. So, sounds. <laughs> we'll get, that's a future podcast. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. But it sounds like, like a sports bar kind of Kind of. It, it kind of does. It, it, to me, it has that kind of a feel to it. Mm-hmm. But it's burgers and chicken sandwiches. I was right. <laughs> Fries and tots. Their tots are amazing. Yeah. But, and, uh, and milkshakes. Wait, that's the wrong one. <laughs> No, nope, never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Are are they a fast food restaurant or like they have a drive through and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're and they're they're popping. They're, they just opened one in Westport Road. There's one over on Dutchman's. In, there's one in Dutchman. Well, that's the one I saw, and I thought it was you go in and sit down and well, you like, can you can. Well, I know, but you can do that at McDonald's as well. Right. But I just thought it was more of a sports it's, bar type thing. No, it's it's a it's a it's. It's a big, basically a burger joint. It's, for like, like, a, it's like a sports bar, but like pick up or dine in. It's like fast food. It's, it's, uh, I heard they have really good shakes too. Yeah. In comparison can, yep. to like a roosters, for example. No, it's not a roosters. It's nothing like no, that. No, okay. no, no, no. It's, it, it's got more, it's more like a Wendy's or okay. McDonald's or something like that than it is those things. But they're nice looking. They're clean. 
they're comfortable looking. Mm-hmm. They their facades kind of have a little bit more of that, you know, that um, come in and sit down kind of a feel to it. Rather than you look at a McDonald's, generally it's like it looks like what it is. It looks like go in, get what you need, and get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Although I'm going to say here, and this is something kind of pet peeve coming. You look at all the, I mean, whether it's two, one, whether it's a uh, Starbucks or Popeyes or McDonald's, they're all now pretty much using a very similar architectural template so that you almost can't tell them apart except for the logo that's sitting on the sign. Yes. And I real I'm real I'm going to do some research. I want to find out why that is because to me that to me that seems detrimental to your branding. Mm-hmm. But I guess part of what I'm I'm thinking is that these that the communities in which they exist, they don't want a million different structures that all have their own color schemes and own architectural yeah. frameworks going on. They want you to blend into the community, so yeah. to speak. And that, that kind of goes by why you should, I don't know, vote. Uh, because <laughs> well, <laughs> zoning, like we always vote for the high offices. We never think about the lower ones that have control, like city councils of zoning. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I sort of get it. I mean, you, if your neighborhood or your, your area has a certain aesthetic and you want to, you want to preserve that, I uh-huh. get it. But it, it, what it does is it makes this whole name thing, your brand naming, even more important because you don't have that completely unique physical structure to support. It. I mean, you they're back in the day and you're closer to my age than anybody else at this table. So you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And McDonald's had a, <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. Old man. <laughs> McDonald's had a very singular architecture to the shape of their buildings. Oh yeah. Yeah. The red roof and the yellow, those were fries. Right. That symbolized you, the fries. Yeah. You had the red roof and the brick facade and the, and the brick, facade mm-hmm. i go back even further when it was basically you had two large gold arches yeah that sort of supported that's predating me kind of a, a white kind of a white <laughs> building if you saw those go, when you saw the golden arches that mm-hmm. meant something yeah well that's you, where and that's where that came from you that's where watch, the whole arches thing came from gotcha. that's where their logo yeah. came from and yeah you I, I would like to say something about both of you jason and mitch and M- michaela can attest to this you know, when you're talking about something that is outside of, you know, your, I don't want to say your realm, and it's it doesn't matter whatever whatever you two talk about. It's hard to do a podcast with you two because you guys are wealth of information. Oh. So I find myself sitting here just listening and soaking it in instead of talking. Uh huh. I I notice myself doing a lot of nonverbals because I mean I'm I, I work with accounts. I get a lot of facial or in-person interactions or right. um, I'm on zoom if uh, that's the alternative. So face-to-face interactions, I'm like showing that I'm understanding and I'm doing <laughs> that to Jason and he's probably thinking, why are you shaking? Why your are you head shaking? Your head? I, can't yes. see well, you. I do it too. Cause like <laughs> Mitch is sitting there talking and you know, to me and, and I say this out at my groups when I talk about nerd brand is, you know, we were in a meeting the other day, Jason was there, Michaela was there and this, this lady, I said something, and this lady says, well, you're pretty smart, too. And I said, well, thank you, but I'm the <laughs> dumbest one in nerd brand. Like, <laughs> like, everybody's a genius. You know, you four are so smart, and, and I learned so much from you guys. I'm just old. And, yeah, but without... Old, inter- old and experienced. <laughs> but the thing about it is, though, Nick, without introducing you to these people that we seem to be able to capture with our net, 
it, it would be like catching fish and then not knowing how to clean it or, you know, cook it. Like, that's your job. Right. I mean, we can catch the fish, but then you're just, I mean, because you've been in a position where you were. I'm out. so, I'm socially smart. Yeah. You're not a fisherman. You're, you're, you're just, well, or, or a hunter. You're just more of a, just give me the thing and I'll take care of it and I'll make a cuisine and da da da. da you know, that yeah. kind of, you're on the back, you know, in that Even chair. though I do hunt and fish. Yeah. But. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, but on the business side of things, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know how to kind of, some of the stuff that we say, it is hard to digest because it's very technical. Because, but here's the thing. We offer professional services. We do not offer amateur freelance services. Right. I know this is going to make me sound like an asshole. It's not a hobby. But it's not a Thank you. It's not a hobby. What we do is said, I'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's something to understand. That's why it costs what it costs is because right. of the amount of time we put into it. And it's time that you're not sitting. We don't punch clocks. The time is thinking to actually develop and use the brain cells and put it towards something because we want to make sure we cover every single detail. Right. So if you're going to ask me how to build a website, it's like asking me well, how much is a car. You're not. I'm going to use words. I'm. You. If you grind me down to like, tell me how the thing is and how it works. Go to your mechanic and drop your car off. Stand over his shoulder and ask him to explain everything about a combustible engine. And he's going to look at you weird and be like, go away. Because you're paying them to take care of the problem. That's really all you need to know. Well, it depends what kind of mechanic you go to. Yeah, well, you know, if you drive a Tesla, then you might want to put it on the back of a truck and wait 17 days and you may not get it back. (laughs) (laughs) I've been reading on the horror stories of that and right to fix. (laughs) You try to to hit one of... Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I need to, like, label these buttons. (laughs) I've been telling you. We need to get my little labeler. Well, I got the label. It comes with, like, labels at home. Anyways, nobody cares about this part of the podcast. So, anyway. We'll cut it out anyway. (laughs) We thank you all for listening. And be sure to tune in next time. And here's Michaela to close us out. We want to thank our listeners to this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast. You can check out this episode and future ones at nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast. Or head Apple Podcasts or Spotify app and search for Nerd Brand and download and subscribe. We'll see you next week. And remember, keep your nerd brand strong.